Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. It's Reaction Monday, Playoff Edition, presented by Texas Star Grill Shop on Sports Radio 610. Here's In the Loop with John Lopez and Landry Locker. When did you know? I'm asking you people, and I do mean you people. Shout out to the loopholes if you listen. You are one. YouTube, Twitch, Odyssey app, all that. When did you know the Texans were going to win? Because I would say, I didn't hear too many people saying that this was going to be a beatdown, this was going to mm-hmm. be a thumping, this was going to be an assing. I'll give you credit for that, Ken Carmen. I've said it a few times. Uh, try to have an idea, though, on a, uh, on a playoff week, though. Uh, but, yeah, but, but congratulations. Ah. Congratulations hey, on the term still assing. still on that, huh? Yeah. yeah. Moving on. What's the straw man saying today? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but when did you know the Texans were going to win the game? I thought the biggest play was Brevin Jordan's 76-yard touchdown. I knew when Steven Nelson picked the ball. I would agree because yeah. even even like after the Brevin Jordan touchdown, up to that point, every time the Texans took the lead, Cleveland had immediately responded. They I said had, it earlier. I thought this was going to be like a nail-biter to the very end. Texans took the 3-0 lead, and then they started off with like the 40-yard play to Njoku, mm-hmm. and they, ended, they capped it off with a Kareem Hunt touchdown. Then the Texans took the 10-7 lead. Uh, on the touchdown to Nico Collins, where Bobby went in his bag, and then Cleveland immediately responded. They threw it to the honky tight end, and he had forty plus yards on it. He's faster than he looks. That's for damn sure. <laughs> I didn't know he had that in him. Um, and then the Texans responded on the first play with Brevin Jordan. But I'm with you because even before the Nelson interception, the Texans were up ten. Yeah, and the Browns had converted that second and sixteen where. Um, the receiver kind of found the zone uh, and just went right across the middle. So I'm with you. I, I think the Steven Nelson was when you knew. The Christian Harris was when you were just partying. Yeah. That, the Christian it was Harris over at it, that, That's a wrap. Christian Harris was when the marvel. Vince of, Carter is over. Yeah. Like, like, at that moment. Like the marvel of it all kind of started with the Christian Harris. That's when I was, I was just look, thinking to myself, damn. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, damn. Biggest play, Brevin Jordan. Decisive play, um, was was Steven Nelson, and the play that just made me go, damn, <laughs> was, was, was That Brevin Jordan Christian play, Harris. I knew the Browns' defense was in trouble, man. Yes. At that point, I'm like, oh, he ain't, they ain't stopping CJ. No. And how about the Texans' defense adjustments? Like Stingley. Uh, I, I told you, like, because we, we talked about this last week, and it was like after the, uh, after the first Browns game, it was like, uh, it was like, Okay, D'Amico Ryan said that's not what we do when asked why Stingley's not following around Amari Cooper. I was like, I, I, I hope that there's like some sort of adjustment in the playoffs mm-hmm. to where he's at least open-minded and considering that. Correct. Well, I'll be damned. He is. The days of stubborn stubbornness appear to be gone. I don't even know if it was stubbornness as much I as— I feel like he was just lying, man. He was just kind of playing playing us, playing the He playing said the that Browns. to the media. Yeah. He um, went to Stingley and said, hey, you going everywhere that man go. So Kareem Hunt gave the Browns a 14-10 to 10 lead. From that moment, the Browns went punt, punt, 
pick six, pick six. Think about that. Like I, I, I said earlier, I turned to the guy next to me. I'm like, this is going to be one of those. going to be tight all the way through. Then it went punt, punt, pick six, pick six. That, that, that's D'Amico. That's Matt Burke. That's, that's everything, you know, with this defense. Like the Browns were lost after that. Completely lost. Completely lost. Yeah. But Mark Vandermeer was not lost, and no, neither was, was Andre not. Thomas. <laughs> Andre Ware. Um, this was uh, this was the Bobby Bag. This was the start and finish of what I call the Bobby Bag drive, where the Texans were down 7-3. Here's the first play of the drive to Devin Singletary. Keep in mind, this is a pitch to the right. First down, Hutchinson in motion to the left. They pitch the ball to Singletary. Has room, 30, 35, 40. Dragging a man across the 45, breaks a tackle, 50. And down at the 46-yard line of Cleveland. What a run. Motor just, into Cleveland territory. Just a mere mention of Pierce. He must have heard me. <laughs> Was Andre on Pierce again? Yeah. Okay, well, that pitch to the right started the drive. A fake pitch to the right and a throwback to Nico Collins ended the drive. And Andre Ware, Andre Domus, you'll you'll find out why he's being called that in a second. He had the perfect analysis of the Bobby Bag drive that gave the Texans a 10-7 lead. At the Browns 15, Stroud under center, fakes the toss, now throws it back to the left, has Collins. 10, 5, to the corner, he's in! Touchdown, Houston! The Texans take the lead! Just like that. Excellent play call by Bobby Slowick. You got Cleveland being overly aggressive in pursuing. They go against, use it against them, go the other way, and who better to give it to than your number one big, strong, six foot four, 215 pound receiver in Nico Collins. Mm. Yep. Mm. And, he, and Bobby was in his bag. However, the Browns responded uh, with a touchdown of their own. Kareem Hunt's second touchdown of the game. But the Texans, with Laramie Tunsil, by the way, on the sidelines, he was in the medical tent for this play. So George Fant goes to left tackle. Charlie, what the heck are you still doing here? (laughs) Goes to right tackle. And Brevin Jordan, he goes back to his playing days when he used to be a running back. Stroud under center, a little drop back and a pass to Brevin Jordan. Right side across the 35, cuts inside 40, 50. The 40 right sideline. He's going to go all the way. Brevin Jordan to the end zone. No flags. Touchdown. My goodness. The Texans go 76 yards in one play to retake the lead on Cleveland. Give me a redo, partner. (laughs) I missed you the first time on that high five. Brevin Jordan just pulled away from somebody. It looked like Usain Bolt down the sideline. Okay, Usain Bolt. Hey, I don't know about that. He was picking him up and putting him down, man. Yeah. He was. Andre was in his bag, man. He was doing his Missed thing. Missed that high five. <laughs> so, uh, so I talked to Brevin Jordan after the game, and this is when you know you're making plays. Uh, yeah. He got selected for the random drug test. Absolutely. Same one that C.D. Lamb That's got it. randomly selected for after he had 200 yards on Sunday night football against the Lions. Uh, on his locker, Brevin Jordan, always jittery, man. Always jittery, always wired up. Uh, he got selected for the random drug test. Here is a little one-on-one, a little quick discussion with your boy in Brevin Jordan. How do you uh, like? How do you spend the next two days? Because usually when we talk to you after the game, you're yeah. like, I want to play again right yeah, now. Yeah, I want to play right yeah, now. How do you relax? Because you're not going to know who you're yeah. going to play till Monday. What does Brevin Jordan do? I'm about to go home, eat some food. My girlfriend probably making something good for me, okay. watch the games. I'm about to just chill, man, watch this film. But I'm about to just 
kick it, man. But like you said, I'm ready to go play right now. I'm so juiced up right now. Were you worried about play. getting scooted down? Yes. That's why I started. I feel like I got my knees out so much faster. No, nah, no, nah, stepping out wasn't a problem. I was afraid somebody was going to catch me because I felt somebody on my hip, bro, and I just got my knees up. That's all it was. I, I, uh, I don't want to get too much of the business, but you know you made a good play. I think you, like, got the random drug test selection. That's crazy. That's, that's, hey, but that's, that's a crazy. good sign, right? It has to be a good sign. It has to be a good sign. Test, <laughs> Appreciate it. Christian Harris got the same one, by the way. Oh, he also happened figure. to make a good play. Go figure. Roger well. Goodell was there, so he <laughs> yeah, probably he got who it. Is this, who is this guy? Jerry right Hughes here? got it, too. Maybe like recovery thing or something? I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah. You're getting, trying to recover. Yeah, I don't getting, know. Yeah. But, yeah, that's when you know you're making plays. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Speaking of plays, Brevin Jordan, that's one tight end making plays. How about another at the end of the first half? You call this the Bobby's bag play? Yeah. To the right, then to the left like Beyonce? Mm-hmm. Here's Dalton Schultz. By the way, I thought he was going to drop this. He had a big drop. He had a huge drop. Yeah, and it yeah. kind of shuffled it a little that bit. Was, the first one made me a little nervous. I was like, ooh, no, yeah. that was a field goal, right? It, uh, it could have been a field goal, yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It, I mean, it would have. Yeah, because he, he had some yeah. running room. Yeah. Probably would have got in there. Uh, he did not drop this one, though. CJ fakes the give, steps out to his right. He's got a lot of time, and he throws deep, and he wants Dalton Schultz. Has him! Rock and roll! Touchdown, Houston! What a play design. You don't roll a guy one way and then have him throw back across the field. It goes against everything you're thinking about, unless he can set his feet. Schultz makes up for the drop and so. Yes, he does, and the Texans, they go into halftime with a 10-point lead. Kind of interesting that Cleveland decided not to – it didn't seem like they were even thinking about a field goal. It's almost like they just said, hey, we'll keep it within 10. No. It'll be cool. We got a good defense, all that. Well, <laughs> too bad your offense wasn't worth a damn. This was where we both said that we knew the game was over. Uh, Browns had just converted a second and 16. Andre Thomas, Andre Ware said in pregame, Flacco's going to throw two picks. Here's numero uno, and it went back the other way for six points. Here's Flacco getting the snap. Here's some pressure by Barnett, and Flacco releases just in time. It's picked up by Steven Nelson. He's got the INT across the 30, the 40, the 50, right sideline, the 40, the 30, 20, 15, 10, 5, pick six. Yes! Steven Nelson. Yes! Take that, Cleveland. He just threw it up for grabs. I said in the pregame. He was going to give us two. That's one. We got one left. That's one. All right, that's one. Well, didn't have to wait long for number two. Harris County stand up. Fourth and two, Cleveland from the Browns, 33. Flacco in the gun. One back after motion. It's Hunt. Flacco to throw. Flacco. It's picked off. Here we go to the left, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Christian Harris. That's the second one. <laughs> Welcome to Houston, Joe Flacco. Oh, man, Andre was feeling it. He was. Yeah. And here's the bow on the Saturday playoff show. Here's Mark Vandermeer with that always sweet victory final call. Takes a knee, and that's it. Domination to the divisional round. The Houston Texans 
take apart Cleveland. 45-14 as the sensational season continues. The greatest playoff performance in Texans history just took place before our eyes. And now it's on to the next round. That's the other thing we haven't even mentioned yet. Uh, the most points ever scored in a playoff game. The third most points by, scored by the Texans ever in their existence. <laughs> Think about that one. And they could have scored more. Yeah. I mean, they could have scored more. They, they, they took their foot off the gas. Mm-hmm. It was a beatdown. It was thumping. But what's next? We won't know for a few hours. Let's talk about that. And also, so you said you wanted to leave town because you wanted to win, huh? How's that treating you, buddy? Mm-hmm. The hits are lit next. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 